This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. She's the CEO of Ice Media Entertainment. She's a publisher. And make sure you go out and check out the spring edition of Women's Quarterly. It's out now. And more importantly, she's an ALS advocate. So much to talk about. We're glad she's on the phone. Eileen Carroll. Eileen, cheers from Fargo. Yay! How are you? I'm doing well. Fa- Just, you know, a little, little, little cold for my grandson, but I'm doing well. <laughs> Is- I'm going to blame it on him. Oh, there you go. Isn't that fun? Uh, just the, one of the many prices you have to pay for being a uh, for being a grandma. Is you ha- you're getting the love spread uh, shared on your shirt. That's right. I'm I'm a Gigi because they're not allowed to call me grandmother. He has a, a sister that's four years old, and he's one year old, and they have to call me Gigi. I know, love it. Hey, let me ask you have your Have your travels ever brought you to our great state of North Dakota, or even the Fargo community here? It has not. I'm sitting here thinking, like, wow, I missed out because I love to travel. So, so when we so when we get to open up and travel again, here I come. Absolutely. We would love to have you in studio hanging out with us. More importantly, what we would love for you to see the great community. And I think you would be very proud because there's a lot of amazing women who are business owners and doing great things right here in the community. So a lot of great people we'd want to introduce you to when you come out this way. Congratulations on the new issue of Women's Quarterly. By the way, we love the mission behind the magazine. Tell us what that is. So basically, the short version of that is that uh, we wanted to give women a voice. Um, I'm the youngest of four, and it's just me and my um, brother left. Um, the, the Our other brother and other sister are no longer with us. And my sister, when she died a few years ago, she just, you know, never could get over, um, you know, she suffered from physical illness. She had eating disorders. And, um, and I thought, wow, you know, she, she probably felt like she didn't have a voice. And so I thought it would be a great idea to start an issue for women before the Me Too movement and give women a platform to tell their stories to hopefully help someone else, um, help women too. Because again, you know, we're talking about women, you know, feeling like they still need to do more than men. So right. give women an avenue to talk about their business and what they do. Give them some kudos women who um, are talented, maybe trying to get their music out there or their charities and things like that. So just a platform for them to be acknowledged. You know, it's really interesting because it is a women's magazine. It's titled Women's Quarterly. But the really good thing about this is you do give some love to the fellas in these issues. Tell us how they fit in this magazine. So I'm a daddy's girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I come from a predominantly male family. And, you know, I feel like there's certain groups of people like men and young people, because I'm also a youth mentor. I feel like sometimes they get a bad rap, you know, and there are a lot of good men out there who support women and are dedicated. And so I just feel because of how I was brought up with all my uncles, they're all dead as well, um, to just shine light on those men that do support us. Absolutely. You know, I'm glad that you said that you're a daddy's girl because I will wave the flag, raise my hand loud and proudly. I am first and foremost a mama's boy. Uh, I was go. I was raised right. by two strong women, my mother and my grandmother. And knowing strong women, that's all I've known all my, my whole life. I watched these two get down and do everything themselves and took no lip doing it. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Just on the flip side. 
that's well, you know, and let me just say, let me acknowledge the women in my family. They're strong too. I mean, I've never met any women like us. Sometimes they're so strong. <laughs> it's like, woo, you know, but yes, yes. You know, I have that background as well. You know, my mom was a nurse for four years and yeah. thank heaven for that because when my father got ALS, you know, you know, back then there wasn't a whole lot of information. People weren't as um as what words do I want to use as soothing when they gave you the news they kind of just told you hey this is what you've got and you've right. either got 10 days or 10 years to live and we just had to deal with them so my mom being a nurse she was able to take care of my dad right right you know I'm glad that you brought up uh, ALOS you're a big ALOS advocate and it has a lot to do with the publications that you've started kind of give us that story Yes. Yeah, so when my father passed on, you know, it took, it took a few years to, to grieve, to mourn, to get my mom acclimated to her new norm and finances and things of that nature. And I just wanted, I just wanted to, I, I, I've been writing probably since I was eight years old. You know, my sister and I, we shared that we love to just write poems and different things and put our thoughts on paper. And I just wanted, you know, now during that time, it was uh, 2008 or nine, somewhere in there, we had internet and websites and things like that. And some people from my generation were still trying to figure it out, but I have a background in that. And so I decided to put up a website with my name on it and connect with people and find out their stories. And um, I can't raise water. I was so envious of all these people who were raising $10,000 for ALS. And I'd go to people and be like, hey, I'm trying to raise money for ALS, you know, memory of my father, da da da. And it just didn't click. It didn't click until, and I don't know where I got this idea from. I was like, let's do a magazine, you know, because a lot of us have skill sets we were already doing in our business. And so um, I brought together a few people to volunteer our time for these magazines because it is for nonprofit. Right. And behold, people wanted to pay ads to be in a magazine versus if I said, hey, can you donate money? They didn't want to do that, but they, so that's how we started donating to ALS. It also led to me just because I'm a huge sports fanatic, um, you know, interviewing uh, special football players and getting their involvement because there have been some football players that have had, have had ALS. Um, and so again, like I said, so already being in the publication process, when my sister died, I just thought it just made sense to also celebrate these women who are hurting um, mental illness, um, you know, yeah. women, women's advocacy, and to help them as well. Absolutely. You know, it sounds like you have quite the incredible story of already family members who were so close that you've lost and have had to go through things. You know, you've got to, you've got to stay strong and, uh, you know, be able to, to, to hold the line for your family and be that strong person in the family to be support for them. What do you do personally for yourself? You're a CEO a business owner, a publisher. I mean, you're out there leading the charge, but what do you do for yourself to refill your cup before you can go out there and fill the cups for others and and put out these inspiring publications like this? It's funny that you say that because for some reason, you know, some people, you know, and I put this post on my Instagram maybe like a week or two ago. I think it was Cheerleaders Week and National Cheerleaders Week. And I was like, you know, there's some people who they have a tribe. They have you know, business, BFS, and things like that. For whatever reason, even in high school, I never had a best friend or anything. I was everybody's friend. And I've always had to be my own cheerleader. And my family, I think, expects that of me to keep being the strong one and to, you know, um, always be out there doing things. And, and so for whatever reason, I just developed some sort of inner strength. I'm not sure where it, where it comes from. I don't know if it's through faith. But 
being on this lockdown, um, I realized that part of my refreshing myself was because I got to travel with my work. So when that stopped, I went crazy. I have not been anywhere since my, what birthday was, because my birthday, I always make sure I go somewhere, um, October 2018, I believe. And so my mom and I were like, we've got to, we've got to go somewhere. We've got to get out. <laughs> you know? And so for me, getting out and going somewhere was what I would do. So now under lockdown, I do a lot of meditation um, and just telling people, look, saying no. And then taking, you know, personal days, um, taking mental health days, you know, where I just, I download, I'll talk to anybody, you know, social media, you know, emails, nothing like that, because you have to take care of your mental health. Absolutely. You've had a lot of great folks grace the pages of these publications of yours, uh, but who is still on your bucket list? You're like, you know, I've got to get that person in here at some point. I would love to hear their story. Who's on that bucket list for you? Oh, my goodness. There are so many people. I don't know who I would. Now I can't name just one person. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not prepared to answer that question because there's so many people yeah. out there that I would love to, you know, have. I think whoever's considered an A-list would be, you know, because, you know, we have the A-list type celebrities, you know. And, and you know, if I, if, if I landed an A-list celebrity into the magazine, that would be awesome because then it, they, we feel like your magazine is acceptable to everyone, you know, yeah. internationally. So absolutely, so yeah, but I don't have I don't have any one particular <laughs> person. I mean, I honestly, to be honest with you, um, you know, celebrities sell magazines, right. you know, um, and so I had to accept that knowledge. I really did not want this magazine to be a celebrity type magazine, yeah. but celebrities sell magazines. So sure. you know, I do look for people within my network that I'm friends with or that are connected with me through LinkedIn. Um, to, you know, be in the magazine, like on the covers or in the inner covers to help push the um, visibility of of the magazine. Right. You know, that's good that you brought that up. And I want to get real here with you for a little bit. You have the remarkable Heather Monahan on the cover here, and she's in the current issue. And one of her Instagram page posts that she recently did had a great quote, quote, and I love it. It said, I'm a female CEO, but she crossed out female. And I love what that says. So I want to ask I want to ask you in your opinion, are we still in a place where people are surprised that women are CEOs, they're entrepreneurs, they're business owners or can you confidently say we're past that? Oh my goodness. That's just such a loaded question because I look at the industries that are or that were, I don't know if they are now, that are that were that were uh dominantly male like the sports football things like that and those women yes you know they they had to struggle (laughs) to prove themselves to be announcers and analysts and colorists and stuff like that and um and as far as the business i don't know i just feel like women are so remarkable and we have a lot of ceo women i I, they, they probably do i don't talk to any on that level they probably do go through some things but the thing with heather is what's so funny her quote you know fire your villains is because she also talks about how other women and this is where she and i relate where other women play a part in that. And that's why I said to you earlier, where men get a bad reputation, sometimes we put everything on men, but sometimes, you know, and people don't want to talk about this real talk, sometimes it's other women that hold you back. Sure, sure, absolutely. So let me go one step further with that question. Do you feel women almost have to work twice as hard or maybe be uh, twice as talented to get the same recognition and respect 
a man does, or do you feel like that all depends on the uh, maybe the, the the area of business we're talking about, or is it has it kind of become a, a, an even playing field now? I, I think it's yes, yes, no. <laughs> I, I think it depends on you know because it does. I feel like it does depend on the the, the area of field we're talking about, right. but also I just I guess I feel like women too. We still I feel like we still have a lot of work to go. To get the recognition that we want. I feel like we're getting there, but I feel like, yeah, we still have some work to do. Right, right. Well, you're obviously inspiring a lot of uh, up-and-coming CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners. They're seeing what you're doing, and they're seeing how successful you can be. And, and more importantly, they can see what your platform does for others and what it does for females and, and things like that. So for those who, who sit down and, and get the chance to talk to you, what is your first piece of advice for those looking to be an entrepreneur or a CEO or a business owner? Because I know for me personally, the first thing I'm going to think, do I even have what it takes to do this in the first place? What would your piece of advice be to somebody looking to do that? Just what you said. That I'm glad you said that because that is the question. It's not for everyone. I think that people see other people on, I don't know if people still have TVs. I don't know what you call it, TV stream or whatever you have. I don't know what's out there, man, cable, because I don't have that. But anyhow, um, magazines, whatever. We see these people and it looks easy, um, you know, and we, you know, pe- people think, oh, I can do this. And I, I recently got added to a group of women and they're struggling. Maybe they lost their jobs because of COVID. Right. They tried, they're, they're starting a side hustle. Um, they're trying to get their business off the ground. So here's the thing, and then and then also, and I'm jumping around a little bit. Then also, another lady that we follow, she had this quote. You know, did you go to bed last night and you're and you're broke? You know, you know you can't be complaining about that. So all of, to say all of that, yes. If you're going to go into this field, you know, be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, CEO of your own company, you've got to be able to put the hours in. You've got to be able to have a support team. You have to be dedicated. If you can't be dedicated, you can't expect other people to be dedicated. It is hard work. It's not easy, and it's not for everyone. There are people who want to get up every day and go punch a clock, nine to five, whatever the case may be, and they're happy with that and get their paycheck. This is, you know, round the clock. Sometimes I'm up at one o'clock in the morning doing some stuff. You know, yeah. it's it's a lot of work. Sure. And if you're not dedicated then it's not for you. Absolutely. I think something we have in common, last question I want to ask you here, think something we have in common here is we're both goal getters. Uh, y- you set the short-term goals, uh, maybe it's just a couple weeks down the road, and then maybe a longer-term goal, which is a few months, and by the end of the year, you want to want to have accomplished maybe a list of things or one big goal. What is a goal you've set out for this year that maybe we don't know by by looking at you, uh, being already a CEO of your Ice Media Entertainment, a publisher of these great magazines, you're already so busy, but I know somebody like that sets goals for themselves. What is one of those goals you've got for yourself this year? Write my own book. Ooh, I like it. Autobiography? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I haven't decided if it's going to be an autobiography or just um, how to help people get started on their, their business. I love it. Well, I hope that that comes true. And when you do, please come to Fargo, do a book signing. Maybe we won't have to even get you a a speaking engagement to talk about that book. That sounds like a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Check out Eileen Carroll on social media. Go out and get that new copy. And I tell you what, uh, Women's Quarterly, thank you so much again for including us in that. Find Women's Quarterly on social media. 
All right. Thank you so much.